to your father, God, the father. <laughs> Not a distant God who is far away from you, you know, sit on the throne, far away from heaven. <laughs> but a God who loves you as a father loves his child. Amen? And the message today is God the father. This is the message. God the father. God is my father. I'm his son. <laughs> Can you say that, but with confidence? Let's say again once more time. God is my father. I am his son. <laughs> yes. No one can take me from my father. I'm in his hands. I'm in his lap. He's taking care of me. No one. No circumstance. No people. No bad problems. No worries can take me out. From his hands. Amen? Do you believe this? <laughs> and I don't know if you have the same vision as me about God the Father. Because we were created in different environments. Today I'd like to, to touch your heart. To help you to think. To look to God in a different way. Pay attention. Maybe I have one vision and you have another vision. From God. Why? Because we are creating different environments. And our upbringing influences our vision about God. The way you are raised by your father, pay attention. The way you are raised by your father, the way you receive teachings from him, the way you answer your father, the way you, you live with him or far away from your father are all the ways in which you could see God as a father. I will explain to you. No matter what your experience was, I hope that today you will change the way you see God. Amen? I want to speak to you, and the Holy Spirit will bring this revelation to your heart today. Amen? God is the father. God, the father. So let's go. <laughs> Be ready, okay? Jesus, he lived on earth 33, 33 years or 33 years and a half. One day, he healed a paralyzed man at the pool. Remember the story? It was Saturday. And the Jewish people could not do anything on Saturdays. It was the law from them. It was supposed to be the day of rest. Day of the Lord. But Jesus, he came to show mercy. And when he saw that paralyzed man... What Jesus said, John chapter 5, verse 8. Jesus said to him, get up, paralyzed man. Pick up your mat and walk. What amazing power from Jesus. While Jesus worked, people complained. You're going to see that. While Jesus was there on Saturday, working, helping people, people were complaining. Why is he healing people on a Saturday? It's unbelievable. How dare him? It's a Sabbath, the Saturday. How could he heal someone on a Saturday? And we have a lesson here. If you are doing something for God, okay? If you are doing something for God, rest assured, there will always be people complaining about what you are doing. This is a lesson. If you are doing something special for God, people will say, look at him, look at her, it's unbelievable. <laughs> How dare he try to heal people? How dare she pray for others? Always complaining. <laughs> but don't stop. Look to Jesus and keep doing your job, amen? amen? People with hard hearts, jealous people, keep on doing your job. God is with you. So the Jewish leaders, they start to persecute Jesus because of that. Because he was healing on Saturday. And now we begin our message. Jesus answered then, John chapter 5 verse 7. In his defense, Jesus said to them, My father is always at his work to this very day. And I too am working. And more. Verse 19. Jesus gave them this answer. Pay attention now. Very truly I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. 
he can do only what he sees his father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son also does. I will read again. Because our message is, is above this message, okay, this verse. Jesus said, very truly I tell you guys, the son, me, I can do nothing by, means, by, by myself. I can do only what I see my father doing. Because whatever my father does, me, I will do also as well. Jesus, he answered the Jewish leaders by telling them who his father is. He said, my father is a worker. <laughs> and until today, to this very day, he is working. And also me, I'm working. He's always work. Jesus knew who his father was. And also Jesus said, the son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son also does. Jesus had a father. You know the story. Who was Jesus' father? Hmm? God? Joseph? <laughs> and now? <laughs> What's the, the, the right answer? <laughs> Jesus had a father. And his name was Joseph. <laughs> Not God. God was his father, amen, <laughs> because he was 100% God, yes, and 100% man, while he was here on earth, 100%, pure and clean, but Jesus had a father, and his name was Joseph, and when Jesus said, the son can do nothing by himself, he can do only what he see, his Joseph doing. <laughs> You're going to pay attention, okay? <laughs> I, I'd like to mix your mind a little bit <laughs> to get the right answer with you. What was Joseph's job? Who knows? Carpenter. What the carpenter, the carpenter did in that age? Hmm? Create furniture. What else? Cut woods. The Bible says in Matthew 13, 55. Isn't this the captor's son? The people was talking about Jesus. Isn't the captor's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary? And aren't his brother James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? <laughs> the captor's sons. I don't know if you heard it before, but one of the best translations to the word captor, do you know what it means? Builder. Mm. <laughs> Maybe you spend your whole life thinking that Joseph was a carpenter, just working with wood, furniture. <laughs> but also, he was a builder. He built houses. With stones, rocks in that age. The, the meaning of carpeting in that age was someone who builds house. Yeah? Joseph was probably not a carpenter, but né, creating also house. And Jesus, as a son, he followed Joseph's steps. He was there always looking at his father working. Learning a little bit how to build a house, how to prepare the foundation, how to find the right stones, the main stones of a house, of a building. And did you know that? When Jesus said, the son does only what he sees his father doing. He had a picture of his father Joseph in mind Working in construction. As a captain, a house building. Of course, Jesus was doing miracles that God showed him. Yes? He knew that God was his father. But the picture of a father that Jesus had on earth is not from God. God used Joseph 
to show the special father that Jesus had in heaven. And I tell you, first lesson, you see God the way you see your father. It's a strong word. When you look to your, God, to your father, you are seeing God. God always uses the picture of your father to show how a good father is, what he does, how he protects. How is the provider? How is the strong man protecting his wife, taking care of house, build something for family? You see God the way you see your father. And I show you. Jesus told us in this passage, Luke chapter 20, verse 17, 18. From who? Jesus was talking about that. Jesus looked directly at them and asked, then what is the meaning of that which is written? The stone the builders reject has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broke to peace. Anyone who it falls will be crushed. God used Joseph to show this to Jesus. And Jesus starts to teach Using the picture of he had about his father, Joseph. He talked about buildings, stone, cornstone, the main stone to build some house that Joseph, Joseph did in the past. Another one, Matthew chapter 7, 24 and 27. Look, probably you are afraid for the news, yeah? The good news that you received today. Yeah, it's totally different, yeah? When we study the Bible, when we study... We can get this from the Bible. Look what Jesus said. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built, again, who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Jesus, he looked the way Joseph was working. How he prepared the stones. How he prepared first the foundation. Probably one day Joseph, Joseph told to him as a child, Jesus, first to build a house you need to prepare foundation. And that he got in mind. And God used that to bring this revelation. If you are a wise man, build your house on the rock. If you are a foolish man, go to sand. <laughs> The way you see God is the way you see your father. But here, we have a problem. Because if the way I see my father, I see God. Do you remember how it was growing up? The way you want to be like your father. I'd like to, to go back now with you in your childhood. Remember? When you was five, seven... When you are 10 years old, back now <laughs> with me, put it in your mind. The way you want to be like your father, you say, I want to be like him. Probably you put on his shoes, <laughs> try to walk like him, try to speak, wear his clothes, use his shaver to shave your beard. Yeah? <laughs> Notes, the way. Your children speak like you. How your children try to speak like you. How your children try to do the same gestures that you do. How our children, they try to use the same words. And here we have a problem. <laughs> because many people have problematic relationships with their fathers. 
And it's like a wall between you and God. Because the way you see your father is the way you see God. So listen to me. Some fathers, they are bossy. <laughs> they are authoritarian. It's a, a lesson. Some fathers, they are bossy. They are authoritarian. If you had a bossy father, you had to always follow the rules because you are afraid of him. Who had here boss fathers, authoritarians? Probably you are afraid of your father in your childhood. And you, you need to show your respect to him. Like, if I don't do it, he will beat me. <laughs> he will put me on the ground. <laughs> he would slap you. He would hurt. He would shout at you. You were scared of him. If so, you will probably look at God in the same way as a bossy God. Think about that. The way you saw your father in your childhood probably is the way that you are seeing God right now. Everything you do for God is because you are afraid. You are scared of God. So in your mind, God's like a boss in your unconscious, yeah? God's like a boss. <laughs> and you have to follow the rules. If you don't do exactly as he wants, he will severely punish you. <laughs> Or he is all powerful that he will kill you. He sends you to hell. Bossy fathers. Authoritarian. You serve God because you are afraid to go to hell. So you try to follow the rules and avoid punishment. And this is wrong. This is wrong. How is the way that you live before God? Another, some fathers are permissive. Too permissive. If you had a permissive father, someone who would let you do whatever you want. <laughs> you were never punished. Never got grounded. You never experienced the taste of an ear pool. Yeah? <laughs> Your father would treat you like, if you do that, I'll ground you. But he never did it. He only spoken all the time. If you do this, my son, I'll get you. But he never get. He was all talk, all talk. He would only treat you. You will probably look to God in the same way. You will think, God, God will be a permissive God, yeah, in my eyes. I will think, if I do it, God will forgive me later. <laughs> Because I know my father was the same. <laughs> All the time, my father, if you do that, I'm going to correct you. I'm going to punish you. But he never did. And also, God is my father. So it is the same. Probably one day... I will go to heaven. Everybody saying that I go to hell. But there God will have mercy <laughs> from me. Because he's a permissive God. He's a permissive God. And the Bible says that if you sin, you go to hell. But it's not really like that, you think. <laughs> it's not really like that. Probably God will forgive me. He will forgive the whole world. The last day, we will all have a big surprise. You think like that. Everybody will go to heaven because God is good. Everybody goes to heaven. There is no ground. There is no prison. There is no punishment. Because my father was like that. And I love my father. And he loves me. <laughs> In my life as well. So now I look to my God as I look to my father. A permissive God. Permissive father. And it's wrong. <laughs> It's wrong. Today I'd like to destroy all the wrong ideas you may have of God. That comes from the fact you didn't have a good relationship with your own father. I want to destroy it with you in prayer. You have a chance today to change your view of God. Amen? Another type of fathers. 
Some fathers are absent. They are absent. If your father, he worked hard. He never really spent any time with you in your childhood because he was a, bus a businessman. All time busy. He traveled all the time. He was working all the time. He had no time for you. Or maybe he was a drunk, addictive guy. He always causing conflict, destroying of the ima image of the father. Or if you didn't have a father, he died before you could know him, or you never met him because he left you and he left your family. This is a hard one. If you can relate, you probably have yet a different view of God as Father. During your life, pay attention, look if I'm right or, or not. During your life, you had to work hard. You had to work hard. You had to do everything for yourself. Since you were small, small you've had to fend yourself. You had to help your mom. You had to help you with home, home things. Take care of your brothers and sisters. Take care of your mom or take care of your father. The roles were reversed. You were a child. He was the, the adult. But you changed the position with him. You are the child a teenager. If you are one of these, today you probably may look to God like an assistant. God is your assistant. You believe in him, of course, okay? You are saved. <laughs> you believe in him. You trust that he's powerful, but you trust in your own strength first. Why? Because all your life, you had to fight. You had to bring food on the table. You had to take care of others. Nobody ever looked after you. Nobody took care of you. During all struggles and fights, you were there to fix problems. You, as a child, as a teenager. You are there to make decisions for the adults around you, while being only a child. And now you have a God who wants to take care of you. No. You don't know what it means. Someone who wants to take care of you. You don't know. I always took care of my own self, you say. And I'm proud enough. <laughs> I was always the one to do things for others. Myself. I don't need anyone to help me. To fight for me. Because all the time, I conquered. Alone. And this is wrong. Sometimes you can pray for God. You believe in Him, okay, guys? <laughs> I know. You believe in Him. You believe in his power. You believe that he can perform miracles. But what do you say? God, do like that. Because all the time I fix myself. So now come, my assistant. <laughs> if you want to join me, come on. Join my life. But come with me. Because all life you live like that. With no father. Absent father. Absent picture, the image of the father. And you had to take care of yourself. You had to take care of yourself. And today it's hard to you to trust in someone. Because you were raised like that. I cannot trust them. I need to take care of my house. If someone needs help, I go there. But I never need help. I'm like the superhero of my family, of my church. I will help everybody, but no one is allowed to help me. Because all my life, no one took care of me. Probably you look to God like that. And today I'd like to show you that you have a good father in heaven. And you can look to him and be like him, amen? You can inspire yourself on God and what He does for you, for the whole community, for your family.
And the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 15. It says, Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will, ne I will not forget you. <laughs> Amen. God was speaking here. Even if, even if a mom or a father on earth forgot about his child, their child, God won't. He won't never forget of you. Amen? And why does God never forget you? Because God is a good father. He is the father. Amen? He is the father. And now I'd like to show you who is your real father. <laughs> who is God the father for you? First, God the father is your protector. He is your protector. The Bible says in Psalm 68 verse 5. He is a father to the fatherless. A defender of widows is God in his holy dwelling. I don't know if you watched it before. I didn't prepare because it's long. But there was an Olympic game in the past. That one guy, he prepared himself to go and run the race. Yes? He was prepared. He was ready. But when he started the race, he got some injury in his leg. Everybody, like a rocket, <laughs> fired, go until the end. But he stayed, stayed there. And he started to run like that. <laughs> and it was recorded. You go on YouTube, you're going to search, and you'll find there. And he's there, and he's there. And suddenly, one old guy came <laughs> from outside the race. The security tried to hold him. But he says, he's my son. I need to go there. He needs me. And he ran. He got his son. And he started to cry. And he helped him until the end of race. A father to the fatherless. A defender. A protector. God's like that. He will never let you down. He will never let you alone. He's there. Even some, everybody will look into you. Oh, he has some pain, yeah? <laughs> he has some injuries. He cannot walk. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but the Godfather will be there with you, holding you, and going with you until the end of this life. Amen? Amen. God is your protector. Amen. So let him take care of you. He wants to take care of you. Don't say to him, I don't need you, God. <laughs> Please stay away. Respect my privacy. <laughs> Respect my place. Yes? I give the ideas. I give the decisions here. Okay? No, tell him. Please, God, come. I want, I want you here taking care of myself. The Bible says also in Isaiah 43, 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. God is telling that. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am your God. I am your Father. Amen? You are never alone. doesn't matter the way that you get a relationship with your Father before. And I can tell you that he was not wrong. He was trying to take care of you the way that he learned from his parents. <laughs> generation to generation. But from now on, you can change it. Break this kind of thing in your generation. Don't do the same. If your father did something good, amen, do the same. Yes? But something that he didn't, if he's... He did something wrong. Change. It's your opportunity. And try to look to God in the right way. He's your protector. Amen? He is your protector. Another lesson. God the Father 
is merciful. He is a merciful God. And the Bible says in Psalms 103, verse 13 to 14. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. He knows my weaknesses. He knows the area that you are weak. You are fragile. You are like a, a, a vessel, a, a clay in his hands. And God the Father, he has compassion. He knows. He's interested in helping us. When people, they are complaining against you, he's there trying to fix you. Because <laughs> there is a difference between complain and help, fix. When you only receive complaints, you are just listening the truth, but you don't listen the direction to take out from that situation. But when you listen to someone like God telling you, I know you. I know your weaknesses. I can, I can see the way that you were raised before. I can understand your mind. I'm a merciful God. And I will help you because I have compassion. I will help you to be raised. I will help you to go and be blessed. He knows that we are dust. He knows that we are simple. We are nothing, <laughs> and we need his compassion. We need his mercy. He is a merciful God, a God who has compassion. Amen? Another lesson, God the Father is provider. He is my provider. provider. The Bible says in Luke chapter 11, from verse 11 to 13, which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good food, sorry, good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Tell me if you are a father, if you are a mom here, yeah? If your child come to you and ask something that you can give, what are you going to do? If they ask a piece of bread, what are you going to give to them? Bread. <laughs> and if you have a little bit more, you give a butter, <laughs> ham, yeah, cheese, <laughs> just to improve, yeah? <laughs> the same way God, <laughs> when we ask Something to him. He knows the best thing for us. And also the Bible says that we, we don't know how to pray. Because that we need the Holy Spirit to translate our prayers. <laughs> Sometimes I pray like that. Holy Spirit, please translate. <laughs> I don't know how to ask that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm feeling now. Oh, please. You know the circumstance. <laughs> you know the problem. Help me before God. But the Holy Spirit is our friend. Yeah? He lives inside of us. And God knows the best for you because He is our provider. If you are asking to God a new job, He knows the reason. He knows if it would be good for you or not. If you are asking to God to fix something in your life, He will give an opportunity to you to be blessed. If you ask faith to God, He will give some circumstance to use your faith. To activate it inside of you. Because he is our provider. Amen? Amen? God the Father, our provider. Another lesson. God the Father, he is love. 1 John chapter 3 says, verse 1. See what great love the Father has lavished on us. That we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is love. 
And He loves you. He loves you. I don't know what you feel when I say to you that God loves you. But think to me. Think together now. He loves you so much that He gave His only Son. Are you strong enough to give one child of you? Choose if you have two. <laughs> to someone? To help someone? Now I will kill my son to bless you. <laughs> Do you have some problem? Are you going to the jail? No, I will give my, my son, Adam, in your place, okay? Don't worry. <laughs> he goes there. <laughs> he stayed there for 10 years. And after that, he can come back <laughs> with 24 I'm not able, sorry. <laughs> I'm not able to do that. Sorry, brother. You go to the jail, okay? I cannot help you. <laughs> but God loves you so much that he looked to you and said, he's going to hell. Because Adam and Eve, they broke the relationship. We, have, we are not more connected. They need to sacrifice every day some lambs there. And now I need a perfect sacrifice to be instead of them there. To replace them. No one is capable. No priests. No prophets. No kings that God raised. So he said, Jesus, you need to go. Go there and pay the price. But it was a huge debt. Yes. And you're going to pay with your life. Go down. Live as a man. For 33 years. People will persecute you. People will lie about you. People will try to destroy your life. You're going to be tempted in the desert. You're going to be traded for disciples. People who loved you. Go there and pay the price. Why? Because God loves you as a father. I told before, for one brother or sister, I cannot do it. But to save my son... I give my life. Yes or no? If your son needs you, what are you going to do? I'm going to do everything. <laughs> You're going to say, take my heart, doctor. <laughs> give it to him if he needs a heart. <laughs> You're going to do like that because you are a father who loves your children. And this is the right way that you need to look to God. He did it before because he loves me. Amen? God is love. Even if you have a bad image of your father here on earth. Even if you are looking to God as a bossy God. That we told before. Or you are looking to God as a permissive God. Or you look to God as an absent God. A faraway God here. Because it's the idea you have of your father. But now you can be changed by God's love. And he's ready to fix the image you had about your fathers. Amen? Amen? So I want to challenge you today to start from now on to be a child of God. Because the Bible says you are a child of God and no one can take you from that. So you are empowered <laughs> to be a son of God, a daughter of God. Always remember this. I am a child of God. As I started this preaching today, God is the Father and I'm His Son. Don't forget that. No one can take it from you. You are a special kid. A special child from God. Amen? And you need to trust in Him. To believe that as a good father, He cares about you. He is your protector. He has compassion. He is merciful. He is your provider. And He loves you. Amen? So, Father, you are here. You are a father. <laughs> I speak to you now. How are your children seeing you? Because now we have another problem. <laughs> First, the way we see our father is the way that we see God. But now, you are father. <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> How are your children look to you? 
probably the way the children, they are looking to you, will be the way they will look to God. And if you are mom, it is the same. Because you are the, the, the image of authority. You are the image of authority. How your children, how they are looking to you, father and mom. And I ask you, are you brave enough to ask them? <laughs> are you brave enough to go there after this service meeting, yeah? You go to lunch. <laughs> You're going to be there on the table, around the table. Hey, my son. <laughs> How do you look to me? <laughs> How am I for you? Are you brave enough to do that? <laughs> I will do it today. Adam, take care of your words, eh? <laughs> Because it's good to know the way that we are living. Because if you, you are damaged with the image that we had before about our father, absent, permissive, bossy, authoritarian, now I can fix it. <laughs> And I can help my children. To be different. And I want to, to be the perfect image to them. When they look to me, they will say, wow, God is nice because he's father also. <laughs> he loves me the way that you love. He carries me the way that you are carrying me. He is my protector the way that you protect me, father, in that day. Wow. He takes care of the family the way that you are taking care of my family. He's a good teacher. The way that you are teaching me about life, about Bible, about everything, spiritual things. I want this father. I want this father in my life. So, be brave. <laughs> be brave to ask, okay? And don't forget it. God is the perfect father. God the father. Amen? Amen. So, today we are... Celebrate here, yes, we have many fathers in community. And maybe you are a father or you will be a father. Or you had a father. You are here, okay? <laughs> or you are, or you will be, or you had a father. And now we can look to God with trust and love. Amen. God the Father. God the Father. Amen. Before we, we pray, I'd like to sing a song with you. Just to finish this time and be blessed by God. Yes. Yeah. Can, you can you stop the pad? Yeah, and go. Amen. Uh, let's stand up. Let's sing to God. He's a good, good father. Amen. <laughs> He's a good, good father. Hallelujah. This is our prayer, God. You are a good father. It's who you are. Help us to look to you in a perfect image as a good and perfect father. In Jesus' name. Oh, I've heard a thousand stories of one day. Think you're like, but I've heard. The tender whispers of loving, the dead of night ain't to tell me that you're pleased and that I never alone declare you are good, good father. It's who you are, it's who you are. It's who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. And I've seen many searching for answers, far and wide, but I know. We are searching for answers. Only you provide, cause you know just 
what we need before we say our word. You are good, good Father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Cause you're perfect in all other ways. You are perfect in all other ways. You are perfect in all other ways. To us, you are perfect in all other ways. You are perfect in all other ways. You are perfect in all other ways. I can hardly speak peace so unexplainable I I can hardly speak as you call me deeper still as you call me deeper still as you call me deeper still into love love you are good good father it's who you are it's who you are it's who you are and i'm loved by you it's who i am it's who i am it's who i am you are good good father it's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm in love by you. It's who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am. You are perfect in all of your ways. Declare to him, you are. You are. To us, you are perfect in all. You are perfect. Hallelujah. You are perfect in love. You are perfect in all of your ways. To us, this is our prayer. You are good, good. Hallelujah. It's who I am. It's who I am. Oh. Thank you, Lord, for being this such God for us, such Father. You are perfect in all of your ways, Father. Sometimes it's difficult to us to understand you as a Father. As a God, we can understand, Father. You are powerful. You are wonderful. You are the creator of all things. You can do the impossible. This is so good. But sometimes it's hard to look to you as a Father. Because in our childhood, we had some struggles. We looked our father as a bossy, authoritarian, as a permissive God, a permissive father. And now we are looking to you like this kind of father. Forgiveness, Lord. From today on, we want to look to you as a good father who takes care of us, who loves us so much that you want to take care of our family, that you want to raise up a strong faith inside of us, 
to give up of our strength, to give up of our knowledge and trust only in you, Father. To stop to fight, to stop to try to solve all things by myself. Because all my life I needed to do that. But now I can count with a perfect Father. You. Be this Father for us, Father. A provider. A strong God who fights for us. A Father who has compassion. Who looks to us when we are crying. He will be there. To come and help us. And hug and embrace our lives. Because this is a good father. You are. We will never be alone, Father. Because we have you. A good father. Help us to look to you as a good father. From now on, Father. Break every wrong image of father that we have in our mind we want to be healed by you father in Jesus name to trust in you as a good father in Jesus name father in Jesus name we pray father we trust in you father we trust in you Let's say it again, you are a good father. You are good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. You are good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are, it's who you are. Amen, Jesus. May the Lord bless you, protect you as a good father during all this week. May the Lord reveal himself to you, his love, his mercy, his compassion for you. Protect your family, you in your job, wherever you go, God will be with you. I bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Let's give it up for Jesus and believe that he is a good father to take care of us. Amen. Amen. God bless you. <laughs> Have a nice week.